Welcome to the Mystery Cast, right here on Tales of Earth, uh, the show where we fools, we three fools, <laughs> sorry. we three yeah. glorping fools. You messed me up. I'm sorry. I was okay. on a roll. No, keep going. <laughs> start over. It's fine. Uh, no, I'm not going to start over. They don't want me to start over. I don't want to start it's over. It's au natural. Where was I? Right here on Tales of Earth. That's where we are. And you can support us by subscribing to the, to the channel, the thing yeah, that we're on. <laughs> also, uh, support us on Twitch. You can go to Patreon, really support us off. there, <laughs> uh, where you'll get access uh, to this show and other shows right there on Patreon. Uh, you can also support us by following the link below and get some Tales of Earth merch, um, as, well as, uh, as well as other merchandise for the other things. We're we wearing do. merch. You can look at his shirt, same as my shirt. That's probably my favorite one. What happens in Area 51 stays in Area 51. Unless you're a whistleblower. Except herpes. That should come back with you. Oh, yeah, it will. It'll haunt you. Especially alien uh, herpes. Yes. Yes. It's actually the name of the alien. This is Dan. The guy, talk, the guy talking right now? This is Dan. The guy talking about the alien named herpes? Yes. Uh, Where can they find you, Dan? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dante Producer and on Twitch at Dante Streamer. Okay. Mandy. It's pronounced herpes. Uh, you can find me at For I Am Mandy on Instagram. It's actually her pay. The S is silent. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And you can find me on uh, Twitter. <laughs> yes, Twitter at Film Circuit and uh, Instagram at Northward Films. Um, it's the it's like the joking and the laughing that kind of throws me off. Obviously, from, yeah, yeah, like yeah, dry yeah, it opening. Does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. That's all right. As opposed to that one where you, <laughs> I, I still love it when I uploaded it or I was releasing it and it started and it's like. Sup, fools? Yeah, I know. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the you best did it for one. a couple yeah, of so times. Good. Yeah. Well, but if you do too much, it just gets old. That's like, fair. That's true. You got to keep them guessing. Call me a fool. They don't know if they're a fool or yeah. not until you say it. True. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> My life has changed. Uh, so, Mopey, one of our buddies, because you called me a fool. Now I know I'm a fool. Just, just keep going. It. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, sent going. me a list. So I was trying to figure out what to do for the next episode. And then this list he sent me was perfect. And he didn't even know that I was trying to think of another. I'm sure he did. Whatever. It's uh, it's called oh, he <laughs> Seven Mysterious Mysterious Sounds. Sounds. Okay. <laughs> it's still just bourbon. Uh, seven Mysterious Sounds Science is Yet to Solve. Yes. Sounds. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So the whole episode is really things that science can't explain yet. Sure. Yeah. You know, there's a tendency when we say like, oh, science hasn't explained this or can't explain this. Doesn't like, mean it won't science. eventually right. happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. As Scientists a, are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And, well, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, I am an expert. Science are stupid. On everything. 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 Uh, you yeah. want to talk about something? You come to Me. Andy. Well, you keep going to them with your idea to nuke Mars, and they keep turning it That's, down. I'm trying to good. tell them. They don't know You're like, good. if you let me nuke Mars, I'll tell you what's making that sound. <laughs> like and he has all the answers. Just me knocking on the wall. And they're like, you know what? That's a great deal. I wanted to know what that sound is. I don't mind nuking Mars. Yeah, it Mars works. is getting too big for its britches is all I'm saying. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? You send the nuke, then you get the information back from the probe that says, oh, there's life and water. And you're like, oh, no. It's like, let's nuke it harder. We've already nuked it. So it's like crossing. That's not good. Is there a way to turn that thing off? Oh, I just crossed the threshold. We can't do it. Oh, no. By the time the signal reaches it, then I've started an intergalactic war. (laughs) Because the life is extremely intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoopsie. Yep. All right. So this comes from popular science. So seven mysterious sounds. Science is yet to 
Solve. Uh, the Loneliest Whale. When the U.S. Navy gave scientists access to a network of hydrophones built in the 1950s to eavesdrop on Soviet subs, researchers discovered a surprising song. It followed a beat and a migratory path reminiscent of a blue orphan whale. But while those species below at pitch, er, bellow at pitches of about 15 to 25 hertz, the new notes hit 52 hertz, only about as low as a tuba can manage. William Watkins, the marine mammal researcher who discovered the singular singer uh, and listened to it for 12 years, died in 2004, but the search picked up again when sensors heard a similar call in 2010. Was this the original swimmer or a sign that Watkins' musical mutant wasn't so lonely after all? Researchers remain stumped. So there's a creature out there. Because they've only discovered one one at a time. Right. It makes yeah, this yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. Makes this sound. And they've yet to discover what it is, where it is. Where it's, it's the Barry from. White of whales. It's the Barry White whale. He's, he's, very <laughs> he's got a very low voice. <laughs> yeah. So another Actually, whale, no, that, like a, that honestly yeah. is one of those ones where I... It always kind of annoys me where they're like, well, clearly because all these other ones don't do it, this one can't. And it's like, do you know about mutations and evolution? Yeah. Like... Maybe it's just one that somehow Has is capable of swimming lower and yeah. actually the pressure of the water and atmosphere underneath the water that low could be affecting the Maybe. sound or their yeah. body enough to affect the sound. So it's the James Earl Jones of whales. Exactly. Maybe it just needs yeah. a lozenge. Exa I mean, lozenge. exactly, because let's be honest, when we get sick, Giant our voices go so much lower yeah, than they yeah, normally yeah, are. And for all we know, it it's could, actually just a sick whale. It could, yeah, it could, and then and another it could just whale be like a medical sick. anomaly as well. Exactly. It could just be uh, this, and yeah, like yes. it only happens every thousand whales, so there just happened to be a second one that has right. now it's kind of like the uh, blue lobsters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where or it it's could like be an it's super cool, or it could be an injury. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Who knows? They yeah. got harpooned in the throat. But the, but the, and that's the thing is that just because it's unexplained, people go. People just because it's unexplained, people tend to also go the like the other way of, well, then it's it's got to be supernatural or like, it has to be alien. It's an alien whale because it's it's an alien down there going. Please help me! I yeah. fell and I can't swim. The one thing, if you're a new viewer, they're like, that's that great music. <laughs> uh, one thing you'll pick up on it if you're a new viewer of this show is that we try to approach everything with healthy skepticism. You know, we keep our minds open to new ideas, new concepts. Mm. We definitely believe some strange things are happening, some strange things are out there, but yes. there's there's a level of skepticism you have to take to, with everything. Yeah, and um, I am the and advocate so, of the devil. And I'm the devil. Yes. <laughs> and I'm the very nervous man stuck in the middle. <laughs> uh, hence the bourbon. Um, running a great deal on souls right. right now, though, so if anybody's interested. <laughs> Uh, the Seneca guns, ghostly detonations have plagued residents near upstate New York's Seneca Lake. I think we've talked about this one. Along North Carolina's Outer Banks for more than a century, scientists have speculated that earthquakes might be responsible for the cannon-like sounds which rattle windows and can even open closed doors, but they've never found direct evidence of the connection. Other potential causes. Can they close open doors? Maybe. Asking the real question. Other potential causes. That's a real scientific method there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, include meteorites, uh, covert military operations, and methane gas bubbling up from beneath the water to burst with a pop. Though some geophysicists still debate the cause of this persistent phenomenon, they consider the uh, harmless rumbles more of a curiosity than a pressing scientific problem. That's what I say every time I... Have, have, I was going to say have rumbles. <laughs> yes. 
I tell, I look at my wife and I Wait, say, you consider that's not not you. I'll just oh, tell my okay, wife, good. you know what? I consider these harmless rumbles more of a curiosity yeah, yeah, than a pressing gas. scientific problem. Sometimes bubble to the surface and pop. Yes, <laughs> and can so please, open doors. Please get, please get the uh, <laughs> right you know, away from me, <laughs> honey. Can you open the door for me? Yeah. Oh, there nice. you go. So, <laughs> love my daughter's sense of humor. She made up her own word for that. Turt. She calls it a turt. <laughs> I'm saying. I like she it. calls it a, a turt. turt. I like and it. She, she made it up all on her own. She's it's, like, I turt. I'm like, that's my girl. I like it. All right. Uh, we'll the, try to get that in the dictionary. Get that in the dictionary. Yes. Webster, if you're if you're watching. <laughs> Man, I should not have trusted that turt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it went more from a turt into a turd. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The buzzer. Number uh, Numbers, stations, shortwave radio transmissions of monotone coded messages are inherently creepy. Yes, the radio is creepy. But call sign... I agree. But call sign UVB76 has out-creeped them all by playing the same jolting tone from Russia since 1982. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Similar broadcasts are useful for sending messages where snoops might intercept digital comms. So the buzzer uh, could simply assist spies, but it plays far fewer words and digits than confirmed espionage outlets. Uh, so some sus suspect it's a science project that bounces radio waves off the ionosphere to detect solar flares. The most intriguing theory posits that it's a doomsday device that will go silent should uh, Russia suffer a nuclear attack, thus triggering retaliation. That would be the scariest moment. If you consistently have your radio tuned to the signal, yeah, yeah. and then it just goes it silent. It just goes right. dead. So well, it's is constant it, in your whoa. life for like years. <laughs> so is it a always constant buzz, or is yes. it like a buzz with occasional other things? Sounds, beeps. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that being a coded message where it's like, only the people that have the exact frequency of the buzz can remove that from the uh, the transmission and get the actual message. Yes. The only thing is it's been going on for a long time. It's very public knowledge. I mean, knowledge. they could be talking to people. Right, it's very public knowledge. I'd like to think that it's uh, Hiding Russia's... Hiding in uh, plain sight. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to think it... Well, or that. Or it's like Russia's like decoy... Sure. Yeah, yeah. Then they on. just never like turn it have, off. They, like they, they, yeah, they never turn it off. Yeah, or they like yeah, pay right. guys to sit there and send messages. They're just sending like Gordon Ramsay recipes. And it's like, actually a bunch of college <laughs> kids. They, they did a prank and they dropped like, hey. the thing. And they're like, oh, oh no, well, I can't fix oh. it. It won't turn off now. Yeah. Where's a hammer? Where's my oh, off no. switch? Where's my off switch? Tesla, Tesla, <laughs> bring the off switch. Uh, the forest grove shriek. That is creepy. okay. That sounds creepy as hell. This is why I always bring a gun when I'm going hiking, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're in Forest Grove. Uh, a Portland suburb screamed its way into the league of mysterious noises Jesus. in February 2016 with a loud mechanical squeal. The tone, which rang like a squeaky door, disturbed residents' sleep for about a month before ceasing. Uh, that was plenty of time to inspire loads of amateur theories from alien invasions to burned out light bulbs. But attempts to pinpoint, I don't know. <laughs> What's this well, screech? Lame. Light bulb burned out. Yeah. <laughs> Just, are you going to remove it? Nah. But attempts, you're that, you're that neighbor. Don't be that neighbor. Uh, but attempts, it's like the neighbor. We have a neighbor. We, we think it's our, we don't know what it is. 
But you know the sound that uh, a, a smoke detector makes when the battery's yeah, low? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear yeah, yeah. it from inside our house. Oh, wow. And we don't know That's where it's really coming loud. from. That's really loud, yeah. Yes, and it, it used to go on for like weeks. It's probably aliens. So there was actually, aliens, uh, yeah. I have a similar from. one at my apartment complex. Like yesterday, I was sitting outside reading my comics, and it, it was just a very high-pitched tone mm. that would just not stop. Yeah. And this is not the first time that it's happened, so it's like... It's also probably aliens. Also aliens. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, My neighbors do look weird. That's fair. (laughs) But attempts to pinpoint the truth. Or what if your neighbors looked too human? Like too perfect. Oh, God. That would be creepy, too. Like wow, you're like there's something. That'd be. uh, Well, my my neighbor more looked like the teacher from like Men in Black. Mm. The teacher? trying to remember the teacher the teacher when will smith was like it was my third grade teacher an alien oh yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah uh but attempts to pinpoint pinpoint the true source including those of a local physics professor who sought to triangulate the noisemaker using uh a google map full of complaint calls all failed that's actually pretty smart uh police closed their investigation when the trail went cold speculating that a loud attic fan or water pump wow on the fritz might have been to blame for the disappearing screech. I don't know, like a loud noise? enough to wake up the neighbors. Yeah, in well, like and, in a in a obviously a very large area, a very large yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, a burned out light bulb. No, that's I've the had plenty of light bulbs that have like, like burned out. Like weather Usually they do yeah. not make a sound. Yeah, yeah. They just it's just like turn a, off. Yeah, <laughs> like or if it, yeah, if or you like get like a little like pop, pops, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah. not a continuous. It's not gonna wake up the neighbors. No, uh, no. A a unless it's a halogen, maybe like one of those like super yeah. super yeah. industrial lights. But yeah, but that's but, like I mean, not gonna have those in a normal house. A really loud attic fan. Yeah. And a backed up water pump. Like none of those are gonna be no. loud enough on a, on a consistent <laughs> basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. To get to a uh, physics many, professor. Exactly. It actually was someone yeah. that they turned on their ceiling fan and it was a little creaky and yeah, they went yeah, on yeah, vacation. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it Forgot was. about it, came back and they were like, oh, The sh- other thing is this doesn't sound like a localized noise with a singular source because if it was, you just get closer to it. Like, it's yeah. getting louder, it's getting right, louder, yeah, it's yeah, getting yeah, louder. Yeah, okay, right. it's coming from over there. But if you need Obviously, to use Google Maps to triangulate yeah. where this could possibly right. be coming from. You know from. what they should have done? They and should have posted on Reddit. Those well, guys would have found anything. <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. like, even doing that, it was inconclusive. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Hmm. That's a yeah, very interesting very, one. Well, and they said they gave up on the, on the search. Uh, police closed their investigation when the trail went cold. Cold. Well, because they said it only lasted for about a month, and then it went away. That still seems like a that's a long time. Yeah, but it says yeah. when the trail went cold. So they say when the noise stopped. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know that that one sounds suspicious to me because yeah. those, those reasons, like you said, those are like the weather balloon. Yeah, yeah, or right. gas pocket it's explanation. A, yeah. What do people have in their houses? <laughs> Did you weather balloon? No, 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 no. Ceiling <laughs> fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A, the light yeah. bulb burns out. <laughs> when you can turn on a ceiling fan and not wake up a baby, I don't think it's a ceiling fan. No, you don't think that. Or attic fan or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Attic, fan attic fan too. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, to be attic. fair, when you get that ceiling fan that like slightly wobbles, that is one of the loudest <laughs> yeah, and most like, notable it's sounds. It's just like a click, 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 click. It's not going to wake up the neighbors no, in the area. It's actually yeah. the, the fans the size of this house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. That's oh, how, those sound like very fish. That's, yeah. Very, very. Um, sounds like somebody has a Nikola Tesla on their hands. Yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah, they're a torturing neighbor, a transformer. Yeah. Oh, no. And it's crying out to its people. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Who knows? The hum. 
A clamor needn't be high-pitched to cause alarm. People in New Mexico, England, Canada, New Zealand, and elsewhere have reported hearing similar bouts of pervasive, low-frequency droning for decades. Uh, This has actually uh, uh, interrupted people's sleep. People have actually claimed illness because of this low hum. Hmm. This tone has the added intrigue of not being audible to all. Some speculate the uh, that tinnitus, which causes ear ringing, could be a factor, but not everyone who claims to be one with the hum suffers from the condition. I am one with the hum. Yes. <laughs> it's actually a ton of monks. I am one with the hum, and the hum is with me. Uh, yeah. uh, could they be imagining a rumble based on others' reports? If it actually exists, where does it come from? With such vague humming and hawing, it's difficult to know where a serious inquiry would begin. So this sonic conundrum, so whoever wrote this had fun. This sonic conundrum remains uncracked. We need like an old timey radio voice for this particular. We do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the low hum, I've actually heard of this for a long, for decades actually. Mm-hmm. You've heard the low hum? I've, I have not heard it myself, oh, okay. but I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, some people are like legitimately bothered by this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, there was a guy who actually ran a test. He found somebody else who could hear the hum put this person in like um, like a box. It was like mm-hmm. a soundproof box and they could still hear it. Hmm. Both of them could hear it. That's weird. Yeah. Interesting. So and these are people who don't have tinnitus. Like yeah, 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 right. Because I mean, I get the, Where? I get, it's not like a constant thing, but I do yeah. occasionally right. get the earring thing from being in the army. And Personally, like I that. think that it is a natural low hum mm-hmm. because our planet, every celestial body creates its own noise. Yeah, everything just, emits sure, a, yeah, frequency. Yeah, yeah. a frequency. Yeah, yeah. So, and actually you can go to YouTube and look up some of these videos. It's the sun's natural sound, the earth's mm-hmm. natural sound. Uh, the earth's is sad, actually, when you really, it sounds like crying. It's sad. It's uh, you think climate it. change yeah. isn't real. Uh, it's because we're killing exactly. Uh, I think some people are just more sensitive to the natural hums and sounds possible, yeah. of yeah. the planet. Yeah. Um, in the same way that, you know, there, there's uh, the mosquito sound. Have you heard of the mosquito sound? So basically, as you get older, you can no longer hear this sound. When you're younger, you can hear it. Okay. Um, back when I'm pretty we, sure they had a device in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine that dispersed young people. That is true. That yes, only people yep, under yes. a certain uh-huh. age yep. can yep. hear the certain yep. sound. They actually, I think they did that in some shopping malls or like stores. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's like once you hit your mid-20s, you can't hear it anymore. So young people, like kids in high school, actually used to uh, use this sound as a ringtone mm-hmm. so their teachers couldn't hear it. Um, yeah, so it's pretty, never heard of it that. Was pretty brilliant. It's pretty brilliant. Uh, but yeah. I've done the test myself, and I actually remember being able to hear it because I did the test at like a youth conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I could hear it, and nobody else around, like everybody around me is much older than me. They're like, I can't right. hear it. I'm like, yeah, I totally hear it. And then I did, the old I, did it, I did it again uh, probably five or six years later, and I couldn't hear it anymore. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a very real, very real thing. So I think that's it. Some people are just more okay. sensitive to. I'm I'm wondering if it's one of those ones where while yes the earth emits a frequency mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's in locations where it's amplified based on wind. Yep. Like it if a probable. wind's going yeah, yeah. through a right. cave like you get that howling yeah. sound and if it's that's our next one. It's similar concept. It's a very similar concept to what you're talking about right now. So oh, don't really? screw it yeah, up. No, keep talking. Oh, oh I forgot what too. I was saying now. You interrupted my train like of thought. Topography and geography had something yeah, to do so with it. Yeah, so it exactly like the wind, like hitting certain mm-hmm. things, could amplify a certain mm-hmm. sound. And like you said, some people can hear certain things that others can't. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's not always age related. Sometimes yes. it's simply the way time. that your body is shaped in a way. Like your eardrums may be formed in a different way than right. other people, so that it's more sensitive sure. to certain sounds than Absolutely. it is others. 
Well, I mean, no kind of in the I mean, same way it, tinnitus it, is that mm, like yeah, your eardrum has changed, right. your equilibrium and stuff, you're, it's not right. And you hear that ringing sound. And yep. I could see that with some people having almost the opposite and being right. more sensitive to the right. sound. It's too good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like how people with blue eyes actually can see through fog better than people mm. who don't have blue eyes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those uh, like evolutionary developmental advantages you have, right. which would make more sense because generally people like in history who've had like fair skin, blue eyes, blonde hair, live in colder, sure, yeah, foggy yeah, climates. Yeah. So you would develop yeah. the ability to see better in fog. Um, I think that every time I go out driving in the fog, I'm like, I love my eyes. Oh, man. Um, I'm like, I can't see shit. What the hell, man? <laughs> Gary, where are you? <laughs> Aha, that's my superpower. Um, him I can see an extra five light. feet through the fog. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's pretty negligible. Like, right. But tests have shown that you do. There is an advantage. Yeah. We'll there. call them fog lights. Fog lights. <laughs> Gary, open Super your eyes. Name. <laughs> um, singing sand. Go to the Gobi Desert in Asia or Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado, which I still want to go, and you Me might too. just hear a spooky tune. The massive beachy formations make a low roar that has frightened and intrigued intrepid travelers going back at least as far as the 13th century, when Marco Polo compared it to the, quote, the sounds of all kinds of musical instruments. I'm sorry, who? Was it Marco Polo? Marco Polo. I, okay, yeah. sorry. Just keep going. Keep but there's going. a likely explanation. The dunes probably start to sing. Actually, he went there and the sands went, my God. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> now I'm wondering that's if that's... where the game was invented. <laughs> that's yeah. why I was wondering. I'm like, is this oh, soundologist man. related to the game? Because he's a soundologist? Uh, that's what we're calling the, it now, by the way. There's a likely explanation. The dunes probably start to sing as grains slide avalanche style. And they go, Marco. <laughs> and then when he yells Polo, it stops. And they're yes. like, oh, my oh, God. Wow. Uh, off the slopes. A 2012 study in which physicists triggered the necessary cascade by scooting downhill on their butts. Science. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody. Everybody for science. Ready? Yes. Ready? <laughs> Wee. <laughs> 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 Hypothesize that the phenomenon's distinctive variations in pitch are due to different differences in grain size. Yeah. It's all about that it's grain almost, size. It's kind of like a rain stick, almost. Yeah. But an outdoor one. Natural. That screams Marco when you That's slide fair. down on your butt. Marco. Polo. <laughs> that should be a rain stick. That should be a rain stick. I love it. Oh, love man. It. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's just... I think, it's just the, I think scientists yeah. are full of crap, and they're just wanting a reason to fly down, yeah. slide down the... Mm -hmm. Sand hill in the I could see that. I could see the grain size being a thing, though. I, could, I once yeah, actually I did a project. It's not fully related, but kind of relates to the sure. whole grain size sure. thing of the Mentos and Coke. Um, yeah. I actually did it and learned um, it does the same effect if you do Mentos, salt, and sand. Because it's actually the Coke's reaction to the different pores on the material that's going in it. Mm -hmm. And a Mentos okay. has so many tiny little pores. And because it's so dense, right. it sinks through, affects so much of the Coke at the same right. time gotcha. that it's a lot more violent than the other ones. Because I actually did it and measured how high all of them went. They all had the same reaction, but the grain size did uh, actually make a big uh, factor. Yeah. And with that being like affecting that, I could definitely see the same being with sure. uh, wind or like sound and stuff mm -hmm. because it's kind of like 
Um, if you blow on a uh, bottle, it makes a certain sound because it's got a certain size. Right. Whereas yeah, yeah, if yeah. you do it on a glass, it's a different size. Mm. Yes. So yeah. I could, I could yeah, see absolutely. that being very related to that kind of thing. And in, in a way, actually going like sliding down it really would affect that because it would shuffle up the different grain size which would in theory if that was solid top layer it would be exactly like there would be the dense stuff underneath and like the sound would change if it was related to the grain size and it would i mean it may be very minor but the soundologists they know what they're doing yeah I do think they just also that they just wanted to have fun. Yeah, like, yeah we just yeah, shovel too. and like shut. I mean, that's like, oh, let's slide down on our butts. Yeah. Ford. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say butt science, but whatever. Butt science. I'm sure it's a real thing. There are people who <laughs> probably butts. Uh, but I, like I like to consider myself a buttologist, honestly. <laughs> Amateur. Amateur. Amateur buttologist. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that actually reminds me of something. What if, you know, when we get to Mars? What kinds of weird sounds? When we get to Mars or when do we nuke Mars? Yeah, I was going to say, what Either. kind of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Am I hand delivering really the nuke? One, then the other. <laughs> <laughs> like Mars, here's your nuke. Boop. There you go. Um, but it does make me like wonder like what kinds of sounds we're going to hear on Mars. And mm-hmm. that also makes me wonder, why have we never recorded the sounds on Mars? We have had like wireless microphone True, yeah, technology yeah, yeah, yeah. for decades. Right. Yeah. Why have we not done this? I'm curious to hear what Mars. One of those rovers like. we send down there. Why can't they have like a microphone? Something, right. some kind of recorder. Haven't that we can they send. actually? Maybe I don't know if they have. Because I, I, I ca- thought they had done it to confirm that there was Hang wind on. on Mars. Audio. Well, we can see the effects of the wind on the clouds. And no, I know that, but like, if I, there was no wind, it'd be really silent. Yeah. I don't audio like this. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we do have audio, but it's so silent. <laughs> no, we're it's like, just creepy they're just else. like, no, there's nothing. You we can hear the Martians know. sneaking up on you. Here's uh, the oh, rover's wait. going through. Hang on. Achoo! Sounds of Mars. NASA's insight yeah. senses Martian wind. Wait. Senses Martian wind. Oh, Ma- Na- yeah. NASA releases first ever audio recording from Mars. Took you long enough. I wonder also if that's one of those ones where uh, it, like, not just that they can't record it, but yeah. potentially that the signal coming back to us would, would get so, so degraded yeah. or affected by... The fact yes, that sound there's no sound in something. space. But I mean, we if, have something. It's a. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a radio signal in the same way that they send images. You know what? I just have this image is like it's the wind, and then all you hear is, "Hey, what is that thing? <laughs> what is? What is know, that? It's like a weird little war, rover kind of yeah. thing. I don't know. Don't, don't get near its camera. All right. Stand over here. But then you need to hear some it. southern Stop voice. Stop moving. Stop moving. Then you need to hear some like southern American voice. <laughs> like, don't worry, guys. I got. It. <laughs> <laughs> Which either says that one, it's completely fake. We've never been to Mars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or two, there's a bunch of rednecks on Mars. <laughs> the red planet. Ah, ah, that makes sense. Do we want to hear this sound? Yes. Yeah, sure, okay, yeah. guys. If you want, if viewers, if you want to listen to this, it's called NASA releases first ever audio recording from Mars. It's on Fox News. Uh, no, I'm not from sure if I 2018. <laughs> but I do want to hear this real fast. Wait. Sounds like wind. Was the rover moving when this happened? No. Oh, I love that sound. Then you just hear like the xenomorph. <laughs> you hear some skittering. <laughs> Fuck this shit. It sounds like an ocean. 
kind of yeah. I mean, it sounds or like, like a windy I mean, day. It sounds yeah. like windy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a windy yeah. day. Yeah. It okay. sounds like, it sounds seen... like the sound when you hold uh, like kinda, a, yeah, yeah. a shell to your ear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. Listen, mom, it's Mars. Did you know like... <laughs> if you hold a girl wearing a shell bikini to your ear, you can hear the sound of her screaming? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that's amazing alright I love it I don't like the title of this one The Vocal Memnon but built nearly 3500 years ago the Colossi I like the yes I, a random house I love it the Colossi of Memnon guard the tomb of Egyptian pharaoh uh, Aminotep III near Luxor but one uh, sentinel was not silent at his post he sang at dawn this sparked a tourist craze and visitors left ancient uh, Yelp reviews in the form of graffiti. <laughs> Great. Good job. Uh, you look there, it's like spray-painted <laughs> bird with an eye next to it. <laughs> that's, that's what I picture as ancient Four graffiti. stars. Uh, <laughs> if you write with a bird, it's called tweeting. Uh, uh, this sparked a tourist craze. Okay, uh, uh, Julia Balbilla, a Roman noble who visited in 130 AD wrote a poem on the statue's leg comparing the sound to ringing bronze the music apparently died around the time Roman Emperor uh, Septimus Severus ordered repairs to the sculpture in 200 AD that could be a clue perhaps cracks in yeah. the stone collected dew creating sonic vibrations as temperatures mm -hmm. rose and warmed the liquid that would be my guess yeah. or like uh, if there was craps or something yeah. and the yeah. uh, like the wind would howl it sounds through it, it sounds yeah. like the howling cave situation yeah something like yeah, that yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean it's it's that's basically what any wind instrument is yeah it's yeah it's just it's, it's just hilarious wind vibrating it's hilarious though if it was like literally saying like you would come to visit the temple you just hear like whoa <laughs> it's like <laughs> that he was so great That'd be oh funny. man or if it's singing but it's only the words of songs that you know the words to sure yeah, it's yeah. Like, and it's somehow you, a barbershop baby. quartet na, 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 na. i want to rock <laughs> What is this? What the hell? <laughs> Turns out a time traveler dropped their radio. Yeah. And the battery just eventually battery. ran out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was lithium. It lasted a long yeah. time. Do we want to stop at 30 or do we want to do another list? Yeah, let's do another one. Okay. Uh, this one comes from newscientist.com. Uh, 13 things that do not make sense. Okay. Me. Yeah, that's fair. Number one, the placebo effect. Don't try this at home. Several times a day for several days, you induce pain in someone. You control the pain with morphine until the final day of the experiment when you replace the morphine with saline solution. Guess what? The saline takes the pain away. This is the placebo effect. Somehow, sometimes, a whole lot of nothing can be very powerful, except it's not quite nothing. When uh, Fabrizio Benedetti, well, I know my next child's name, yeah. Uh, of the University Fabrizio of Cox. <laughs> Fabrizio. I didn't sound right. Uh, of the University of Turin in Italy carried out the above experiment. He added a final twist by adding uh, naloxone, a drug that blocks the effects of morphine, to the saline. The shocking result: the pain relieving power of saline solution disappeared. Oh, interesting. So the body treated it like it was mm -hmm. actually morphine. morphine. 
Interesting. Even so much to the effect that you could use whatever would block morphine, which obviously wouldn't have blocked yes. saline, right? Because it didn't do anything. Because yeah. I, I'm assuming you didn't tell them this either. I would assume, yeah. yeah. I would assume. I think they would tell them that it would be a blocker. No, I don't. Th- not if you're because that a would study. I mean, but like that's the true, thing yeah. is, I also yeah. feel like they would say it so that because the whole point of the placebo effect is you're aware of what it's supposed to be doing, and that's that why true. your body yeah. actually yes. reacts. So I would like, see this being a blind study of. They gave some people morphine. They gave yeah. some people uh, saline, and they said, "You're both taking morphine. This is the blocker." Yeah. And they give it to them, and they're right. like, "Wow, the pain went away." Yeah, I could see right. that. Yeah. Uh, so what is going on? Doctors have known about the placebo effect for decades, and the naloxone result seems to show that the placebo effect is somehow biochemical. But apart from that, we simply don't know. It, I mean, to me, the the placebo effect, depending on what it is, in, in yes, terms of, of of pain relief or something like that, mm-hmm. it's 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 your body telling you, sending the signals that mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be in pain anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if I told you that also I'm putting this thing in here that's going to stop the morphine, right. your body's like, oh, okay, so we will feel pain. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Or when you think you've touched a hot stove, but it's not actually hot. Exactly. Your body mm-hmm. tells you for a second. Yeah, because like, oh, that it's was like because I mean, yeah. our brain chemistry releases whatever signals it's supposed to do mm-hmm. depending right. on what it thinks yeah. it's supposed to happen. And if it's yeah, telling so. your body that, that's what exactly, you're going to experience. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, uh, when I worked on the ambulance, we would occasionally get uh, drug abusers mm-hmm. that essentially were calling just so we would give them drugs. Yeah. And uh, my paramedic, like to essentially, when we knew it was someone mm-hmm. like that, he would be like, all right, we're going to give you the really strong stuff, the normalcelline is just normal saline and we would give it to them and they would be like oh man i feel so much better and it was another effect of the placebo effect of they thought they were taking it's your brain telling you exactly it's kind of like when you uh like you tell someone they've like taken a drug or and they like or alcohol or something like that and they're like man i'm crazy yeah yeah. it's like that was water that was (laughs) that was russian water so vodka. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the horizon problem, number two. Our universe appears to be unfathomably uniform. Look across space from one edge, one edge of the visible universe to the other, and you'll see that the microwave background radiation filling the cosmos is at the same temperature everywhere. That may not seem surprising until you consider that the two edges are nearly 28 billion light years apart, and our universe is only 14 billion years old. Nothing can travel faster than the speed of light, so there's no way heat radiation could have traveled that's because you're illuminati uh between the two horizons to even out the hot and cold spots created in the big bang excuse me and leave the thermal equilibrium we see now uh this is still a problem for scientists they're still trying to figure this out right why the background radiation is so even across the entire universe because one it it doesn't necessarily explain uh the point of origin mm-hmm because if if you have a point of origin like an explosion, you know the the center is going to be have more radiation than the outer, and that's not right. what we see either. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so this is still a mystery <laughs> for for scientists. Um, anytime you turn on your your radio and you get static, that's actually background radiation from the universe. Right. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. So go listen to the universe. Find an old radio. Go listen to the universe. That <laughs> uh, does actually kind of make me sad. That we're losing so much analog technology that you can't listen to the you universe. You can't listen to the universe. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, I'm going to go listen to the universe and that mystery uh, Russian signal. I like it. So Luckily, I, like I still and have my uh, yeah. my analog Nickelodeon alarm clock, which had a radio, so I can still listen to the universe thanks to Nickelodeon. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Nickelodeon. Thank you. Uh, a variation in the speed of light could solve the problem, but this too is important uh, in the face uh, impotent in the face of the question why. So that is another theory that the speed of light is not a constant that it is mm-hmm. because ultimately the speed of light was decided upon by people. Yeah. They basically right. decided yeah, yeah, yeah. one day, like, well, I guess this is, this the, speed is the speed of light. Of light. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing to say definitively that light can't travel at different speeds depending on its conditions. One, one of my theories is um, it rules out relative like time relativity that if time moves differently throughout the universe, you'd think that whatever is interacting with the variations in time, i.e. light, Mm -hmm. would also move differently, therefore increasing or slowing down. It's kind of like in Futurama, how they were like, nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. He's like, that's why scientists increased the speed of light in (laughs) 2032. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just to keep, just to save themselves that ache. Uh, Three, ultra energetic cosmic rays. Uh, for more than a decade, physicists in Japan have been seeing cosmic rays that should not exist. Easy Japanese. They kept sending people out. They're like, Fantastic Four. Fancy. Dead. dead. Uh, uh, damn it. Send the next ones. Fantastic <laughs> uh, cosmic rays are particles, mostly protons, but sometimes heavy atomic nuclei that travel through the universe at close to the speed of light. Um, also, we did find an interstellar object way, way, way out there that was traveling five times the speed of light. And we know it's a physical object, hmm. but we can't explain it. Universe is strange. Space poop. Space poop. They say there might be another one coming our way. Really? Another, another space poop? Another space poop, oh, basically. Man. It's another... Um, I don't uh, want to see inter- the thing that pooped it out. It's actually ego. It's another interstellar... The planet yeah. pooping. It's another interstellar object that mm. is heading into our solar system. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Okay. Interesting. Some cosmic rays detected on Earth are produced in uh, violent events such as supernovae, but we still don't know the origins of the highest energy particles, which are the most energetic particles ever seen in nature. But that's not the real mystery. A cosmic ray, uh, or as cosmic ray particles travel through space, they lose energy in collisions with the low energy photons that pervade the universe, such as those of the cosmic microwave background radiation. Einstein's special theory of relativity dictates that any cosmic rays reaching Earth from a source outside our galaxy will have suffered so many energy shredding collisions that their maximum possible energy is uh, 5 by the 10 to 19th power. Totally. Uh, electron volts. Uh, this is known as the uh, over the past decade. However, the University of Tokyo, again, uh, Tokyo's Akino Giant Air Shower Array. Okay. I like it. Uh, I like it. 111 particle detectors spread out over 100 square kilometers has detected several cosmic rays above the GZK limit. In theory, they can only have come from within our galaxy, avoiding an energy sapping journey across the cosmos. However, astronomers can find no source for these cosmic rays in our galaxy. So, what is going on? I say it's something else science hasn't explained yet. <laughs> like, we'll Probably, figure it out in yeah, another 30 yeah, years. Get around to it. Yeah, we'll get right. around to it. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, though, that it would degrade based on how far it travels. Sure. Because, yeah. I mean, that happens to things yes. we've got just on our planet, yeah, yeah. let alone across yeah. an entire universe. Right, right yeah. yeah. So it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a very scientific article. 
It uh, is. My brain hurts. Number four, Belfast homeopathy results. Totally. Uh, Madeline Ennis, a pharmacologist at Queen's University, Belfast, was the scourge of homeopathy. She railed against his claims that a chemical remedy could be diluted to the point where a sample was unlikely contain, to contain a single molecule of anything but water, and yet still have a healing effect until, uh, that is, she set out to prove once and for all that homeopathy was bunkum. So nonsense. Uh, in her most recent paper, Ennis describes how her team looked at the effects of ultra-dilute solutions of histamine on human white blood cells involved in inflammation. These basophiles, which will make sense to scientists out there, uh, release histamine when the cells are under attack. Once released, the histamine stops them releasing anymore. The study... I want the other writer. Uh, the stu- <laughs> <laughs> he really punched you. Yeah, up, you exactly. Yeah, the yeah, study yeah, yeah. replicated in four different labs found that homeopathic solutions so <laughs> dilute that they probably didn't contain a single histamine molecule worked just like histamine. I think we just covered what that what that is. Placebo effect. Placebo effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, we're telling you this is going to work, so it works. Uh, Ennis might not be happy with the homeopath's claims, but she admits that an effect cannot be ruled out. Well, it's like people that claim that crystals heal them or right. like salt lamps heal them. It's one of it's, those ones where the placebo effect only goes so far mm-hmm. in terms of what it can affect. Yes. Because like that's the problem with homeopathic uh, remedies and stuff mm-hmm. is people are using it on such severe things right. yeah, that yeah. a placebo yes, exactly. effect would not affect it. I cut my arm. Here, take this magic feather. It'll be right. Exactly. But if you, I lost my arm. Here, take these pills. They make your arm grow back. Exactly. But like, if you got a bruise and it hurt, and you were like, if you rub this cream on it, it'll feel better. It's more that would be a more realistic placebo. It's more like it affects the signals in the brain. Yes, is Mm -hmm. basically it. But it's not going to regrow an arm. Exactly. That's just not how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, If it did, (laughs) man, that'd be cool. We'd all be Piccolo. I'd be cutting my arms off left and right. <laughs> Again, Dan, yeah, it's just cool when it does it. Yeah. It's just he's like, yeah. watch it grow, watch it grow. It takes like a week. Just keep watching. Just keep watching. Every day you come in with a little horn. I was, I was, it's like a Deadpool yeah, yeah, when yeah, his yeah, legs yeah. grow back. Oh man. Oh, uh, number five, dark matter. Take our best under. Uh, sorry, take. The first word is like all caps for some reason. Uh, our best understanding of gravity, apply it to the way galaxies spin and you'll quickly see the problem. The galaxies should be falling apart. Galactic matter orbits around a sol- uh, central point because its mutual gravitational attraction creates centripetal forces. But there's totally. not enough mass in the galaxies to produce the observed spin. Uh, basically, what's the glue holding the universe together? Is mm-hmm. the, the force. Is the question. Um, yes. Vera Rubin, yeah. Vera Rubin, an astronomer working at the Carnegie Institution's Department of Terrestrial Magnetism in Washington, D.C. That's quite a resume item. Uh, spotted this anomaly in the late 1970s. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so what did you do before you came here? Uh, well, I was an astronomer, astronomer working at the Carnegie Institution's Department of Terrestrial Magnetism in D.C. Okay. Welcome to 7-Eleven. My, yeah. <laughs> and now right. you, you, you work got, at Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you man. clean the grill. Uh, unfortunately, some people have been in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very, it's frustrating. Uh, Spotted this anomaly in the late 1970s. The best response from physicists was to suggest there is more stuff out there than we can see. Uh, the trouble was nobody can explain what this dark matter was. Dark matter. So the term dark matter. It's not like when we discovered dark matter. We're actually, because it could be multiple things. Sure, yeah. It could be yeah, one yeah. thing. Yeah, right. We don't actually I'm going to start blaming it, it for everything. 
Be like, well, why were you late? Why are you drunk today? Yeah. Dark matter. Dark matter. <laughs> or cosmic rays. Or cosmic rays. Exactly. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gary gave it's me this dark matter pill. <laughs> Later, I discovered that it's a placebo. Didn't grow my arm back. Yeah. It was just more um, well, look bourbon. Cool third arm. This guy has this thing about bourbon. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, and they still can't. Although researchers have made many suggestions about what the what kind of particles might make up dark matter, there is no consensus. So dark matter, hmm. still a thing. Dark of matter. What I what I find interesting is that so maybe generous. We'll say in another thirty years, we actually discover what dark matter is. Maybe it's multiple elements. Maybe mm -hmm. it's one. Maybe it's like who knows what sure, the, what the right. explanation is going to be. Spaceship about, fuel. About half of sci-fi is going to look absurd once we actually know what well, it is. Well, yes. And the other yes. half is going to be spot on, yes. right? Yeah. I can uh, see dark matter just being so elements we don't have on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I, uh, like I just picture dark matter as like elements we don't have on Earth. Sure. Because we continuously find new oh, elements yeah. on yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very aware that yep. stars, the pressure and stuff is creating different oh, elements yeah, we know that our we are not complete. capable. Yeah, the yeah. table is far from complete. Um, that's yeah. that's what so, I've always pictured dark right. matter as, and it's just the the term dark matter is essentially the fancier version of unknown matter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna uh, say no. it's better well, sounding than yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> dark well, it's matter. Like, it's yeah, like sure, black holes <laughs> aren't necessarily black. It's just we not necessarily we a hole. We don't necessarily. And it's not a hole. It's actually a um, yeah tear in the fabric of the universe that's itself. Really. Yes. We That's don't have enough time either. to explain what a black yeah, yeah, hole exactly. is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Apparently, recently, we discovered that white holes are a real thing. Yep. I actually knew about that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a bunch of jokes that go here. But go <laughs> I'm ahead. I'm going to move on. Yeah, probably better. Number six, Vikings methane. Pretty sure this is okay. ale. That's just Vikings farting, isn't it? Yes. Turding. Turding. Yeah. Turding. Like You're turding. welcome. Uh, July 20th, 1976, Gilbert Levin is on the edge of his seat. Thank you for that detail. Millions of kilometers away on Mars, the Viking landers have scooped up some soil and mixed it with carbon. Oh, yeah, the Viking, like, Not the Viking rover. The oh, Viking rover on Mars. I was so hoping methane. for Vikings. That's old news. Yeah, we know. It's actually we, Vikings could travel in space. Yeah, we've known about methane on Mars for a very long time. But the interesting thing is that the single most common source of methane is living creatures mm -hmm. right so of some kind so uh, how yeah. is it on Mars? it's cows cattle <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> it actually is they did a sub Martian like a study cows. where they're like if you feed cattle like seaweed i think it reduces their methane mm. production by like 50 percent like something seaweed. crazy so it's martian what do they call them buggalos yeah, yeah. The buggalo yeah. yeah so yeah we're gonna skip that one we know methane's on mars we don't know the origin space cows Space cows, space bacteria. Cows. Once we nuke them, bacteria. they'll be. Well, the thing is, we've discovered liquid water. We've cows. discovered liquid water right. underneath the surface of Mars. Right. Mm -hmm. Seasonal Which we could water. nuke that too. If there's liquid water, right. we know that there's probably microbial life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very likely. Nuke They're it. probably the ones creating the, <laughs> the methane. Nuke <laughs> the methane. So if we nuke so, the life, it might mutate and become actual Martians. Over billions of years. Possible. Of there's years, only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. Uh, seven, uh, tetra neutrons. Four years ago, 
A particle accelerator in France detected six particles that should not exist. I love how science is always discovering this shouldn't exist. And then a couple <laughs> of years God. later, they're like, how can you not believe that this is it? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure it was the same thing with like evolution at first. Exactly. They're like, no, no, no. That's, this <laughs> can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, a few years later, it's absurd not to think that. Yeah. This shouldn't exist. Okay. I think we call that discovery. After no, you, yeah, after you no. burn the person who first discovered it at the stake, and then a couple yeah. of years later, oh, we probably shouldn't. Have the done way I that. look at it, it's like having a theory about what's in the other room. Nobody's been in the other room, so you have mm. you, you get your theories. Mm-hmm. You say like, well, it smells like this, and like we, I know this was in there before. Blah blah. blah. You get your theories, and mm. you open the door, and you're like, oh, well, that shouldn't be in there. <laughs> like. Based on what? <laughs> now, there are times that shouldn't be in there. You walk in the other room and there's a bison yes. in your bedroom. That should not be in That there. should not be there. This should not be existing right yes. now. Unless it's your birthday. Unless it's your birthday. Yes. And you have really good but friends. But according to quantum physics, the bison might actually be in there. That's and then true. it's not in there once you look at the room. It's almost like Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Schrodinger's cat is just everywhere. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, so it's both everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Uh, so you figure it out one way. Yes, the other. Exactly. yes, exactly. See, yes. uh, Ghost in the Atom. Uh, they are called another '90s. Sounds anime. like a cool Sk- movie, by the way. Yes, Ghost in the Atom. That's the sequel. Uh, they search. are called uh, tetraneutrons. Four neutrons that are bound together in a way that defies the laws of physics. I think we need to rethink our laws of physics here, people. That's the voice of every outraged scientist, yeah, yeah, yeah. even the women. <laughs> I just want to see that conference. Francisco Miguel Marquez and colleagues at the mm-hmm. Ganil uh, Accelerator in Kane are now gearing up to do it again. If they succeed, uh, these clusters may oblige us to rethink the forces that hold atomic nuclei together, as they should. And if it fails, we get superheroes. Always. Fantastic Four. Just call it Japan. In the flag. Number eight, the Pioneer Particle Anomaly. This is a tale of two spacecraft. Pioneer 10 was launched in 1972, Pioneer 11 a year later. Uh, by now, both crafts should be drifting off into deep space with no one watching. Well, duh. However, I guess they mean like the machines aren't on or whatever. Mm. Their trajectories have proved far too fascinating to ignore. That's because something has been pulling or pushing on them, causing them to speed up. Planet 9. Uh, the resulting acceleration is tiny, less than a nanometer per second per second. That's equivalent to just one ten billionth of the gravity of Earth's surface, but it is enough to have shifted Pioneer 10 some 400,000 kilometers off track. I'd say that's a little off track. NASA... (laughs) No, in space terms, that's not that much. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, NASA... Well, yeah, I mean, if you shift even just a little bit and you go far enough... Right. That's very off track, yeah. Um, so where was I? Uh, oh, that's weird. Eh. <laughs> NASA lost touch with Pioneer 11 in 1995. We just lost touch with it. But up to that point, it was... different people at that point. <laughs> we had a different direction. Yeah, I was seeing a different probe. That <laughs> didn't sound right. Maybe don't phrase nope. it like that. Nope. But up to that point, it was experiencing exactly the same deviation as its sister probe. So what is causing it? Nobody knows. Some possible explanations have already been ruled out, including software errors, the solar wind, or a fuel leak. If the cause is some gravitational effect, it is not one we know anything about. In fact, physicists are so completely at a loss that some have, res- have resorted to linking this mystery with other inexplicable phenomena, like 
dark planet nine, which is quite possibly a micro black hole or just a very dark planet out there that we just haven't seen yet. Mm. Uh, because we have seen this object affect um, other celestial bodies in our solar system. Mm-hmm. So we know something is there. Right. Um, and that's probably what this is being pulled by. I just picture it hit like a little meteor. Right. Or a little aliens pushing it. Wee. <laughs> Jimmy, stop playing with that nuke. Hey. That's what I'm calling it. Or Everything guy, in space is becomes a Or a guy a in the control room accidentally added one one extra digit. Yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. To the, <laughs> He spilled his cock. Oh, 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 shit. Oh. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Everybody else is just anybody? like, He's like, it's not that far off track right now. Give it another 20 years. and He's like, I didn't do anything. By the way, I retire. Yeah, but I retire. He's like, the intern. Yeah. Uh, number nine, dark energy. Everything is dark in the universe. Uh, well, there's is. not a lot of electricity out. Exactly. Past we haven't Earth. shown light on <laughs> it yeah, yet. Yeah, so. Ah. And then the farther you get away from the sun, the darker it gets. Makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. Space is dark. Dark energy. It is one of the most famous and most embarrassing problems in physics. <laughs> I can imagine a physicist being like, so tell me about dark energy. Ugh, <laughs> I don't want to. Their wanna. cheeks get it's red. so and embarrassing. Like, oh, no, no, let's so change the subject. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> in 1998, astronomers discovered uh, that the universe is expanding at faster speed, at ever faster speeds. It's in effect still searching for a cause. Until then, everyone thought the universe's expansion was slowly slowing down after the Big Bang. Entropy. That would be the assumption. Theorists are still floundering around <laughs> looking for a sensible expl- a sensible explanation, <laughs> says cosmologist Catherine Freeze of the University Wait, of Michigan. Wait, Freeze? Yes. As in... As in Victor. Victor. Victor's cousin of the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Uh, quote, we're all hoping that upcoming observations of supernovae of clusters of galaxies and so on will give us more clues. So basically, we don't know what's making the universe expand at ever-increasing speeds. Mm-hmm. Jesus? Why not? <laughs> but would this be dark Jesus? Because it's dark energy? It's like Antichrist. Dark Jesus. <laughs> that sounds badass. That sounds that. pretty cool. Dark uh, Jesus. Well, dark Jesus. I'm just saying, like, if you look at it historically, he was probably dark. Skin. No, not like that. <laughs> no, I picture like him just like hero Jesus, kind of like Sith, Sith Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sith, Sith Jesus. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Keep going. Did they call him Sasej? Number ten, <laughs> the Kuiper Cliff. If you travel out to the far edge of the solar system into the frigid wastes beyond Pluto, ah, the writing's getting better, you'll see something strange. Suddenly, after passing through the Kuiper Belt, a region of space teeming with icy rocks, there's nothing. Astronomers call this boundary the Kuiper Cliff because the density of space rocks drop off so steeply. So do you guys know what the Kuiper Belt is? It's basically the... It's the asteroid belt. No, that's different. The asteroid belt is within our solar system. Okay. And we think it's it's a demolished planet of some kind. That it was a planet that died or it's material that didn't get absorbed. Into... It was the outer shell of Pluto. Yeah. So Ooh. the Kuiper Belt is basically the furthest reaches of our solar Dark system. Dark Jesus broke. After the Kuiper Belt, our solar system technically ends. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. Yeah, so that's what the Kuiper that Belt That makes is. sense. And we're in the Everything unknown wastes of space. Yes. We've also discovered that solar winds from the sun um, are reach out way further than we ever thought. And at the exact time, scientists were all like, (laughs) 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 Okay, this gets better. Astronomers call this boundary Mm -hmm. the Kuiper Cliff because the density of space rocks drop off so steeply. What caused it? The only answer seems to be a 10th planet. We're not talking about uh, Quoar or Sedna. 
I didn't know those were planets. This is a massive object as big as Earth or Mars, but has swept the area clean of debris. Hmm. Kind of a neurotic planet. Uh, the evidence for the existence of Planet X is compelling, says Alan Stern, as uh, an astronomer at the Southwestern Research Institute in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, but although calculations show, uh, but although calculations show that such a body could account uh, for the Kuiper Cliff, no one has ever seen this fabled tenth planet. Okay, hmm. so something out there has swept that area clean, basically. What if it's like oh. directly behind Pluto and rotates at the same speed? I but they're saying okay. it's the same size as like Earth. Yeah. So, so should, you would think we would be able to see it. Well, you would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But with sure. that, with, with ever but dark energy, dark energy, with ever inc- decreasing levels of sunlight. True. Maybe mm-hmm. we yeah, just can't see it. Yeah. Uh, but we can see a black hole. It's a planet of pure evil. It's where dark Jesus lives. It's anti-Earth. So there's anti- versions of us made of antimatter. Oh. So Andy Matter? I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm made of Andy Matter. <laughs> Andy Matter. <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, all right. So the wow signal, also something I actually got. Wha- that's just Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Uh, we have five more minutes. I love it. No, it's good. I like that. <laughs> it was actually Owen Wilson who discovered the wow signal. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow. Uh, so he the wow was inspired. Signal, he was like, I like that signal. I'm going to start doing that. We're pretty sure that we've explained what the wow signal was. So, uh, yeah, August 15, 1977, it caused astronomer Jerry um, uh, Emin, uh, then of Ohio State University in Columbus, to scrawl wow on the printout from Big Ear. This is at SETI. So SETI is the Sorry, search 1590, for... 15 of August. I'm going to see where Owen Wilson was born. So he was born in... 19, if he was born August 15th... I know. That's, I'm actually kind of curious because wow. that would be, that would be hilarious. And the, <laughs> and the cries of the universe were heard. Wow. Nope. 1968. Oh. Okay. That would have been so cool. Oh, cool <laughs> at yeah. least if it was the same year. Stupid Owen so, Wilson. So uh, this sound was discovered at SETI. SETI is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yes. Have you ever seen the picture of like fields of... Um, um, satellite dishes. Yes. That's what mm-hmm. that is. That's SETI. Oh, okay. And uh, they've now discovered, at least we, we think, that the wow signal is actually because of a microwave that got opened prematurely. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I remember, remember that, that one. Remember yeah. That. Yeah. So we can move on from that one. You know, have they ever replicated that? Have they ever done, I you know what? Assume. Start doing that. I'm going to open the microwave. Did it do it? I mean, I would assume because <laughs> otherwise scientists would just go, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's a microwave? I'm going to move on to another list for our last few minutes because I just want to talk about these things real fast because that was a lot of science. I love science. I love science. But I prefer dark science. Dark science. That should be Led by dark Jesus. Dark, dark Jesus <laughs> like, with his dark science. He's, no? standing there over a desk with all these, he's standing over the desk with all these papers around him. He's like, everyone thinks I'm anti-science. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm getting a phone call. Uh, it's a weird we, thing for Dark Jesus there. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Hey guys, everybody. <laughs> One thinks second. I'm, everybody thinks I'm against hello, science. Hello? Yes, well, I'm getting course. a phone call. I got the wrong <laughs> phone number. Okay. Dark Jesus. <laughs> Still just really like kind, but he's, yeah, yeah, has yeah, this yeah, gruffness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got a heart uh, of gold. He's got a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll cover a few darkness. things. Spooky top ten unexplained phenomena. Uh, uh, that's the, a ghost sperm. The Taos sperm. Some residents and visitors in the small city of Taos, New Mexico, have for years been annoyed by and puzzled by a mysterious and faint low-frequency hum in the desert air. That just sounds like their specific of yep. the one we already went through. Yep. Uh, Bigfoot. That's fun. 
We've we talked, talked about, about we talked about Bigfoot a lot. Yeah, there's no information on Bigfoot people. There's just none. Like false. Uh, it's just a dude with big feet and it was hairy, and he was like, "Look, I'm tired of getting made fun of. I'm just gonna go live in the woods with no clothes." Well, he had so much hair. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, he honestly, was like, "Anytime yeah, I can be naked." What I said, anytime I can be naked, I get it. That's yeah. fair. Intuition, whether we call it gut feelings or a sixth sense or something else, we uh, we have all experienced intuition at one time or another. True. Yeah, yeah, actually, and it's actually bitten me in the butt because I get a feeling like I should probably do this or not do this, mm-hmm. and then I do it, and I'm like, oh, I should have listened to my intuition. I've had times where a gut feeling has actually saved my life. Like, like of times, like, uh, when I was driving once, like for some reason, I, I can't even remember like the full, full thing. It was kind of a weird one, but like I was just driving and something I was like, I should change lanes and I changed lanes and like, I can't remember what, I think it was a motorcycle that was absolutely soaring that would have had no chance at skipping me. Mm, Yeah. Like it was just one of those ones where it's like, you know what? I don't know why, but I should do this. And then you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's a very good thing I just did that because someone would have died. Yep. Yeah. I know a guy who was in a helicopter um, and he was sitting there in the helicopter. They're getting ready to take off. And then he said that like as they were getting ready, um, they were started to I think they started like lifting off the ground a little bit. He said he felt like this. It was almost like a bucket of ice water went over him. That's what mm-hmm. it felt like. And everything in him told him, get out of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. So he jumps out, just listens to his like body, right. jumps out. Helicopter goes sideways crashes were there other people in the helicopter uh the pilot i think they both i think they all survived oh, okay but like it was this just this gut. See ya. <laughs> the, See ya. meanwhile the pilot was like what does that guy do oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no that could be a <laughs> uh so did you hear about that dark matter <laughs> Uh, Dark Jesus, take the wheel. With, uh, ghosts, dude, wrap me around a tail. Have it been explained? Deja vu. Actually, mm-hmm. there's an explanation for deja vu. That's the the one matrix eye recognizes something before the other, or your eye sends a signal before it sends this other signal from your second. I heard something similar. That is basically your brain registers the same information twice. Yeah, yeah. It's so. a change in the matrix. It's a change in the matrix. Well, that too. Mm-hmm. Well, that of course. The change in and the dark. And your man. brain registers. The change the in the matrix, matrix first. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, UFOs, which we've never talked about on the show. Nope. Near death experiences. Don't exist. Never talked about near death experiences. Some of those stories are very interesting. Hmm. And they're not always the same. Yeah. But there's like the one consistency is like a bright light. Right. But then people who have stories about everything after that are not always the same. Yeah. Like so, it's a, it's an interesting uh, psychic powers and ESP. I have those. Dan, how do you say that? The piss chick powers. <laughs> I have piss chick powers. <laughs> to be fair, that's what it uh, looks like. The body mind connection. Blah blah blah. Okay, that Where was it. The hell that thing. So is. I'm just wrapping it up because we're at an hour, and we should. Yeah. In one minute. What is that? The mysterious Tully monster just got more mysterious. Ooh, it's, it's like got a, a. It's like it's a like a giant sperm with a claw. What's well, like <laughs> well, I see. Okay, a more realistic dis- description is a sperm with a claw. Uh, no, it's <laughs> on uh, the tail. Case anyone it's, it's, yeah, it's, tail like a, it's like a shark manta ray sperm with a it's claw. It's kind of like the mud of the ocean. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look at this. Every now and again, scientists discover fossils that are so bizarre they defy classification in their body. Blah, blah, blah. At first glance, Tully looks like superficially like a slug-like. 
where you would expect its mouth to be, the creature has a long, thin appendage. Oh, that's the front of it? Yeah, that is. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. It's a reverse spending ending in what looks like a pair of grasping claws. Then there are its eyes, which protrude outward from its body on stalks. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. That's cool. really See, I thought creepy. this was the front end yeah. and that was the back end. I thought it was a tail. No, that's yeah, its like, mouth. That's weird looking. I don't like it. I don't Guys, my nightmares. look up the mysterious Tully monster. T-U-L-L-Y. T-U-L-L-Y. You know what I have to say to that? <laughs> this cannot be. <laughs> this cannot be. All right, so guys, that is our mystery cast for today. Things science hasn't explained yet. Who knows? We'll see. There will yet. be plenty of uh, irate. They once said that about me. So yeah, well, it's because you're you're made of uh, what do we call it? Andy matter. Andy matter. Andy matter. Andy matter. <laughs> so how did the test go? Well, we didn't make antimatter. We did make something far more frightening. Far. <laughs> Far worse. <laughs> like, hey guys, science <laughs> has gone too far. Science has gone too far. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so in Star Trek, it's called the the matter antimatter chamber. Yes. So that's the matter anti matter chamber. chamber. Just yeah. they're like <laughs> any chamber I'm in is an anti matter yeah. chamber. <laughs> anyway, thank you for watching the myst- uh, the mystery cast right here on Tales of Earth. Uh, again, follow us on or subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. Um, do we have a Twitter? Not anymore. Or, okay, we don't no, anymore. anymore. Okay, but we do have a Patreon. Uh, support us on Patreon. Yep. Uh, and the online store. So yeah, this is Dan, Glorp Dan, Danty producer, Danty streamer, Twitch, and then Twitter and Instagram on the yep. other one. Andy Matter. You can see various Andy Matters on Instagram, right? Yes. For I am the Andy. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Film Circuit and Instagram at Northward Films. Uh, thank you for watching this episode. Let us know of any other like very intriguing, kind of unexplained scientific things that you've not explained. And if you believe in <laughs> dark <laughs> Jesus, or have explained, and you believe in dark Jesus, yeah, I'm curious uh, now. It's like with that Family Guy, the uh, Black Jesus thing. Black Jesus. <laughs> but I, th- I think Dark Jesus would be like it's Sith Jesus. It's like the gritty reboot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, thank you for watching. Bye.